Good morning. It is good to be with all of you. And let me just take this moment to remind us of the words of scripture that were shared by those three young gentlemen for us this morning. The word of the Lord from Luke chapter 2, 15 to 20. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Gracious Lord, thank you for your word and this time that we have with it this morning. And we pray that by your spirit, you would move among us in a mighty way. God, I pray you would take these words of mine and turn them from water into wine because, God, you use the simple and foolish things of this world to do miracles. So do that here among us this day. In Jesus' name, amen. I love the third Sunday of Advent. I love pink. (laughs) So I love the pink candle. Uh, But I love the joy that we talk about when that third Sunday of Advent comes around. The pink candle is also called the shepherd's candle. Um, the shepherds are the ones, right, that we, we've just read how they received the news, this good news of great joy that would be for all the people. And they didn't just stop there. They went and they saw the Christ child and, and they didn't stop there. They, then they went and they told others this good news of great joy. You know, shepherds, though, are not ones that would have been, um, uh, they didn't have like a, a high stature. They weren't high society. Those shepherds were looked down upon. For those um, in the temple authority, they, they really didn't have much time for the shepherds other than making sure they had a sheep, an unblemished sheep for their sacrifices. Because every morning and every evening, those in temple authority were to be making a sacrifice of an unblemished lamb. And so they needed to make sure they had those. That was the only use they had for shepherds. And the temple authority right outside of Bethlehem had their own private flock so that they always had an unblemished lamb available for those two times of sacrifice every day. And those shepherds the ones who received this good news of great joy, those shepherds who were unclean, who were unholy, who were ceremonially unclean. They are the ones who received this good news of great joy from from the angels, from this company of heaven. Those shepherds who always had an unblemished lamb to be able to offer as a sacrifice are the ones who first saw the very Lamb of God, the unblemished one who would take away the sins of the world, the ones that were looked on as nothing, only serving one purpose, saw the one who would redeem the world, those shepherds 
So it's the shepherd's candle. But Advent is this time of of reflection and repentance as we prepare for the coming of Christ. Not just the celebration on Christmas morning of, of the Messiah's birth, but of his coming again. And so Advent can feel rather heavy at times. But just like a child on Christmas Eve who has been waiting and waiting is told, no, one more night, one more night, we find ourselves this third week of Advent going, but but he's coming. And there is an unspeakable joy knowing that that he's coming, even if we have to wait just a little while longer. And so even in the midst of this time of preparation, there's another name for that pink candle that we welcome from the Catholic tradition, Gaudete. At the beginning of the Mass that they sing this morning, Gaudete, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Those words from scripture are being sung in churches all over the world. And we join our voice in rejoicing because the Lord is indeed near. Even if we have to endure another night, joy will come in the morning. The joy that we have from God is is not something for us to take lightly. It is something that identifies us and marks us as believers, as followers of Christ. God fills us with joy. Romans 15, 13 says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. God fills us with joy. Joy is also a fruit of the Spirit, that once receiving Christ and receiving the Holy Spirit, there are, there are just things that, that we grow in and, and just and just nourish nurture us and those around us. And so one of the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5 is joy. The fruit of the Spirit are love, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Joy is something in our lives that continues to grow. But that joy, that joy is something that no one can take from us. John 15, 22, Jesus says, So with you, now is your time of grief, but I will see you again and you will rejoice and no one will take away your joy. Joy also rests in the things that God has given to us in our salvation and righteousness. Psalm 
51.12 says, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Joy. The joy that fills us. The joy that grows in us. The joy that no one can take from us. The joy that rests in our salvation. Joy found in Jesus Christ, our Savior. I learned recently that St. Francis of Assisi is actually the one who is credited with creating a nativity. First one. He had invited people to come to a time of worship at the entrance of a cave and had some straw, had brought an ox and a donkey and just proclaimed, proclaimed before them the humble beginning, the humble entrance of Jesus, our Savior. And it's documented that he was so overcome with that unspeakable joy that he could barely speak the name of Jesus. He was so overcome. It is, it's, it's written that, that he had tears streaming down his face, his face bathed in tears and yet radiant with joy. I don't know if there is any better way to describe our time in this season of Advent that we would find ourselves in reflection and repentance, perhaps even with tears bathing our faces and yet radiant with the joy, the joy that is ours, that cannot be taken from us, that grows within us, that rests in our salvation, that unspeakable joy for the Lord is near. Will you pray with me? Holy, holy Lord, even in a time of darkness, even in a time where we are faced with the changing of the seasons, even in the, the changing of our lives and circumstances, no matter what the darkness or what the sin, Lord, whether our faces are, are bathed with tears, even if, Lord, we, we rejoice, we rejoice in the Lord our Savior the one who was and is, the one who is yet to come, we rejoice because the Lord indeed is near. We love you, God, and we thank you for this great truth that is ours in Christ Jesus. Amen.